Welcome, 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 welcome. Awesome, awesome, beautiful, beautiful. We're still on uh, my 40 life lessons and we are on the 39th lesson. And I'm just excited because tomorrow is the grand finale. Yes, it's the very last day of this 40 days, you know, journey. Thank you for joining with me. And um, I'm looking forward to wrapping this up. And I trust that they've been valuable lessons that you have learned, that you are taking with you and you are running with. I believe so. All right. So what do I have for you today? I'm just going to dive right in because we've spent a number of minutes waiting for the system to behave itself. Yeah. <laughs> so what do I have? My 39th life lesson still under leadership and ministry is that leadership is servanthood. It's that simple. Leadership is what? Servanthood. If you're not ready to serve, then you can't be a leader. I mean, leadership doesn't just jump on people. People don't just become leaders. You ought to have served. And that's one of the things that we see uh, some sort of difference between Saul and David. You know, David, the Bible says, you know, if I read from Psalm 78, it says he also chose David his servant and took him from the sheepfolds, from following the ewes that had young. He brought him to shepherd Jacob, his people, and Israel, his inheritance. So David was brought from shepherding animals, from, from, from showing himself responsible. And then God took him from there and brought him to do what? To shepherd the children of Israel. So he wasn't just picked from, you know, just there. He wasn't just one of those who was just there and then God just picked him. No. He had a track record of someone who had who was serving. At least who was doing what he knew how to do the best way he knew how to do it. It's amazing how a lot of people clamor for leadership positions but they are not ready to serve. Even in leadership, you are serving. So you don't stop serving. You get me? You don't say because You've assumed the leadership position, then you should be worshipped, you know, you are above mistake, your word is final, you know, your authority steals everything and you cannot be corrected. No, then you're gradually, <laughs> you know, uh, bringing yourself to that place of failure. Even Jesus, our perfect example, showed us from the scriptures. Before his, his death on the cross, when he had uh, dinner with his disciples. Remember where he prepared the supper. Bible says he took a bowl and he took a towel and he began to wash the feet of the disciples. And they were wondering and Peter was like, no, 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 you can't. He said, if I don't wash your leg, you will not have any part in me. The guy said, wash my leg, wash my hand, if I wash my entire body. <laughs> but I think he also said it to them there. He said, whoever is going to be the greatest of all must be ready to be the servant of all. You have to learn to serve. Leadership is servanthood. Leadership is laying down your life for others. Leadership is being a forerunner to someone. Leadership is going ahead 
Leadership is breaking through so others don't have to go through what you've gone through. Leadership is servanthood. It's not crossing your leg and, and you know just having fun. Remember, it was when David did not go to battle with his men that he found himself relaxing on the rooftop and then he cited Bathsheba. Am I saying it's wrong for a leader to relax? No. But not when your men are in battle and you are supposed to be there. The Bible said, it said, in those days when kings go to battle, he didn't go. So there are times when kings don't go to battle. But this particular one, kings go, but he didn't go. So servanthood is being there. So as a leader, you call for a meeting and you are strolling in 30 minutes after, 15 minutes after, and they have to wait on you. That's not leadership. That's not leadership. You lead by example. You lead by serving. Oh, uh, we want to do something. We want to uh, 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 do a welfare stuff for people. You are at the forefront. You are the one carrying the tray. I don't think anybody should get to any point in life whereby they, they cannot serve anymore. Yes, I know that at some point God you know, would raise you and then will raise men because you've raised these men and they will serve you. But you don't stop serving. You don't stop giving. He says, if you are not ready to serve, then don't aspire to be a leader. Leadership is not commanding. Leadership is not your word is final. That's not leadership. Leadership is not, you know, having 10 shoulder pads on your clothes. And assuming a state thoughts of larger than life. That's not leadership. Why did we think it was hard for them to identify Jesus amongst his servants? He looks like one amongst his disciples, sorry. He looks like one of them. That is my own interpretation of that. Because it took a Judas to betray him for them to know, oh, that's him. He didn't he looked like all of them. And so it was hard for them to point out, is this the leader? Is this the leader? Leadership is servanthood. Leadership is servanthood. He says the greatest amongst you will be your servant. It's not about the position. It's not about the title. Because it seems like a lot of people just want that title. Apostle pastor, evangelist, you know, we just want that title. And some of us will just amass that title in front of our names. Like, you know, he's going to give us a special position in heaven. It's not about that. It's about how you manage that position. And the way you show that you manage that position is servanthood. How well do you serve? Did you guys know that Paul was in partnership with Aquila and Priscilla? They were in partnership on two folds, partnership ministry-wise, and they were in partnership with respect to um, business. They were both all tent makers. And this was Paul, the teacher of the gospel. He showed, led by example. He showed leadership by example. Not by feeling pompous and larger than life. You know, you're a young minister because you now have so many 
young ladies, guys calling you papa, mama, all of a sudden you feel like you have a special corner on God. No. No. Leadership is servanthood. Leadership is your ability to serve. To serve the will of God. Can you remember in Acts, I think Acts 4 now, when there was um, commotion in the church and some people were feeling left out and then Peter said, see, let's appoint men amongst you to serve tables and see the way they, in fact, I think I need to read that part, you know, in, in conclusion, because that's so powerful. These were men, Stephen came out of one of those people, Philip was one of them. These were men. They were like deacons. They held leadership position. But they were called to serve tables. But in their serving of tables, the, the, the criteria needed was so powerful. Let's look at it. Let's read it. Let's read it together. I think that's Acts. Acts chapter, I think, 4. Chapter 6, sorry. You know, when they were going to choose them, what did they say? They said, Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. These are leaders. And what, were, what, did, what did they need this criteria for? To teach Bible school? To take Sunday school? <laughs> He says that we may appoint them over this business. What was the business? Serving tables. But they were ready to serve. Full of the Holy Spirit. You will now see in chapter 7. When Stephen was arrested. And was going to be stoned to death. It took almost 50 something verses. To, to break down the entire gospel. I mean this guy was warded. Yet he was serving tables. Yes, he was serving tables. Philip Uncle. That there was a, a, a when the when the there was persecution and the church scattered, Philip found himself, you know, I think in Samaria, and he started teaching the word, and many got born again, many gave their life to Christ, miracles were happening. I mean, this guy, there was an outbreak of miracle. One guy that was serving tables. But then, after that mighty outpouring and outbreak, the Spirit led him to go pass through a wilderness. That's when he met one Enoch. So he was, he was, he was mighty enough to be used to do all those powerful miracles. And God could still count on him to speak to one Enoch and save one Enoch. He didn't say, ah, ah. After all these powerful miracles that God has done through me, how can I now come and be talking to one man? I only talk to thousands now. My, 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 my training is only for, you know, uh, from hundred and above people. I don't do one, one person trade. Philip had just taken the word of God to Samaria. There was an outbreak. Miracles were happening. And then God said, go to this path. Through the Holy Spirit in wilderness, and he saw a chariot. The Holy Spirit catapulted him there, and he saw a chariot, and the guy was there, and Enoch coming from Jerusalem. 
understandeth what you are reading. Thou what thou readest. Let me speak in KJV. The guy said, how can I understand if there's no one to interpret? And then he began to share with him. And then when it was done, they saw water. The guy said, Oga, this is water. Just baptize me here. The same Philip, evangelist Philip, who was full of the Holy Spirit, who was called to serve tables, who had gone because of the persecution to a country, a particular city, and there was an outbreak of miracle. Yes, God could count on him to minister to one guy. Can you be that person? Can you be a servant that regardless of the heights you get to, regardless of the position, regardless of, of the many people calling you mama and papa, that you are still able to come to that place of submission to serving. That you never get to that point where you feel like God cannot count on you to serve. You will never get there. May that not be our portion. May we always know how to abase and how to abound. Like Paul said, that at the forefront of our leadership expression is deep servanthood. Where we understand that we've been called to serve. And it is in serving that we are rewarded. Oh wow. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. It is so, so, so important and it's so needful that we balance our lives as leaders. That we don't get carried away by the accolades and get carried away by all the, you know, uh, 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 sites and, you know, everything that goes on, especially on social media. But that we are humble enough to submit ourselves to service. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Please gather around tomorrow. It is the grand finale. I look forward to sharing with you my 40th life lesson. I mean, I am so looking forward to that. It has been such an amazing journey. And I'm hoping that you know you'll join me tomorrow. It's the grand finale. And um, let's wrap this up together. Let's have a Holy Ghost meeting here tomorrow evening. Thank you so much always for joining your comments your contribution your support thank you your encouragement thank you i'll see you tomorrow 10 p.m have a beautiful night rest and god bless you